Live from the heart of the Mid-Ohio Valley, this is the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Now here are your hosts, Bob Mercer and Rick Sawyer. Thank you. Thank you. I love our live studio audience. I, I know they sound like they're in a can. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes me feel important. It makes me feel like I'm somebody. Yeah, there you go. Good evening, You're important. Hey, it You're is important. Thank you, Rick. Stop it. You know, you know I'm sensitive. <laughs> Let's try that again. Good evening, yep. everybody, and welcome to the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob, the heartbeat of the Meadow High Valley. I am your host, Bob Mercer. I know you know me. And with me, as always, on the other end of the string, out in Meadville, is your co-host, or host, as we call him, Mr. Rick Sawyer. Good evening, sir. Good evening. What's happening? Oh, beautiful downtown Murphytown is just quiet as anything, as usual, just the way we like it. It's not bustling and stuff? No, 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 no bustling. We don't don't put up with no bustling down here. Uh, That's right. There is a no bustling sign right up above your house. That's right. No bustling sign right up. up. Right on each end of the high, uh, each end of our driveway. There, anybody caught bustling will be temporarily incarcerated. Yeah, that too. So, we don't want to bustle over at Murphy Town. So now you can bustle out here because there's a lot of people. Oh yeah. So we can do that. Not much been going on all week. Been an interesting week at work. It's been rather busy, and we Rick and I've had a great. Well, we had Friday off. We went. Yeah, we did. And did a lot of cool stuff. But, you know, as always, thank you all for being here. And thank you all for your comments. And thank you all for your attaboys and keep it up and stuff like that. It gives us kind of the incentive to to go on and not jump off the bottom step. As, you know, as I do at work, I'll tell them I need to jump off the step. And the, the, the new response is, can we push you? <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. I'm a nice guy. Ask me, I'll tell you. I mean, shoot. So anyway, this, you know, Rick and I always look for the positive things that are going on in the community. Hey, look behind me. You see that back there, Rick? I see that back there. It says the Bobcast MOV, even though you can't see it when the lights are on. But if the lights are off, then you can't see. And uh, no comment. Okay, seriously. Yeah, you were going through, Rick. I I I was thinking it, but I I heard the gear thinking, man. So we like to look for the positive stuff in the community. Every once in a while, we may run into something negative that we have to let you know about, like the vandalism and stuff that we reported on a while back. I drove by I drove by today, or I'm sorry, yesterday, drove by Southwood Pool. It's coming along really well. Looking good. Looking good. And things are moving right along with every other project. I was up at Fort Borman yesterday, and you can see where they're working to put the sewer and water lines in up there for the Fort Borman project, which is kind of toward the front of the, toward the front of the, it won't affect the park, thank goodness, but it's right here, right towards the park, front of the park, and it's going to be a pretty good size area. It's not exactly what I had in mind, but. but that's for the future development up there. Do what, buddy? The sewer line is for the future development that they're putting oh, yeah. up there. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the owners have great plans for that, and. I'm not, I mean, it was public knowledge because everybody was, that was at our meeting knows he's going to put a hotel and different things up there. 
and it's going to be pretty awesome once it's done. It's going to be more housing, which we need. Uh, it's going to be you know, commercial areas, shopping, restaurant. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Right up. Yeah. As long as they, you know, as long as it'll work. I'm all oh, for yeah. it. I'm, I'm all sure. for development. And I'm all for um, I'm all for new things coming in. You know, I know we have everybody gripes and complains about the number of um, car washes and different things <laughs> like that. And, yeah. and then they start screaming at council for it. But you know what? Seriously, Rick, you know, we, we've discussed it before. We don't have evening, brother. Um, we don't have a dog in a race when it comes to. I mean, if it's if it's zoned for that business. We don't own the property. There's nothing we could say. There you go. People just need to stop and they need to think about that. They need to think, you know, if you want to get off some of your money and build something, we're going to be right there giving you an attaboy and pushing you along and telling you to go for it. But don't sit back. Oh, my God. You would not believe the stuff. I mean, I got into an argument with people and I hate to do that on the Internet of all places. Hmm. And, oh, yeah, this, this city doesn't do this. This city doesn't do that. And. So I kind of screwed up, and I told a lady, well, if you don't like it, move. Ooh. People didn't like that. Some, I guess not. Some people didn't. And it wasn't meant to be that way. It was just meant, you know, quit complaining. We don't, there's nothing we can do about it. There, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, we tear down houses, we pave roads, we put in new sewer and water and infrastructure and stuff, and and we have police fire and stuff like that. We don't nothing we could do about it, people. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I hate to be that way, but there's nothing the city could do about a lot of that stuff. It's, I mean, I know there's what, 15, 20, 30, 15 car washes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's because we got, we got a lot of dirty cars. That's a good way to look at it yeah. at the same time, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, well, you know, and, and uh, I'm not even going to get into it because I'm already irritated for the day anyway. But uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, son, let me tell you what it's been. It's been been goodbye. People people very much impress me by the way they gripe and yell and scream and holler. And and the funny part about it is, Rick, you don't ever see any of them at city council or at the special meetings about how to spend the money and how to do this, but. Come Monday morning, by golly, or Wednesday morning, after right after council, you can better bet that they're on they're online going. I don't believe that evil city council done did that right there. I believe you. And oh, it just frustrates me. Oh yeah, it, it frustrates me. Somebody asked me last night if I was going to run for mayor. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want that job. So I told him I was going to run for board of education. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you run for city council for Mur- Murphy County? You've already got that, Mr. Mayor. No, I'm the mayor. I'm going to be the city council. Oh, can I be the president? Yeah, absolutely. One person city council, one person mayor. That's, oh. that's all we need. Son, what if we yeah, disagree? What if we disagree? You're always, you're right? That's right. Okay. Well, we got two rules. What? Number one, the boss is already right. Uh-huh. Number two, if you don't like what the boss says, read rule number one. I think that's kind of pushing it. <laughs> Dang, I almost feel I almost feel humbled right now, right? There you go. 
But anyway, I, I think it very seriously about running for the Board of Education. I'm tired of running from the sheriff. So. <laughs> but anyway, um, this week's spotlight group, your favorite place in the whole wide world, Phelps Tavener Building, the home over there on Camden Avenue oh, behind, yeah. behind Fire Station 6. One of the awesomest places that we've Rick and I have been to a lot of places lately. We're having fun with this, going places, talking to people. And people are really excited about their business and whatever else being advertised, not advertised, being spotlighted on the podcast. Presented. It's presented. Yeah, presented. People are happy to be presented, yes. their business. And we enjoy doing it. Don't do it for money. We just do it because it's fun. And it brings, you know, it brings to end all of the, there is nothing to do in this town. Look, trust me, there is. Just, you got to go find it. That's right. You, we're finding it for you. We're That's finding right. it for, it's exactly right. And we're going to let you know. There you go. Right, exactly where it's at. I mean, and just the best people, just the nicest people. Um, Doug Hess sent me a message this morning, or asked me you guys been there? I said, well, yeah, we've been there. I said, it's a great place. And the people get excited about telling us the story. Yeah. And so it's like really cool that we were over there. And then, you know, some of the other places we've been next week, we're having the oil and gas museum. If we don't finish, unless we don't finish Phelps Tabner, which we probably want it may be a two weeker. Maybe because next week we're on at four o'clock and it may be a, uh, it, it may very well be a two weeker on the Phelps tab because it's an interesting place. And, uh, but anyway, we'll get to that very shortly. Last Friday, Rick and I went to people's first restaurant on 20 on 20th street in Parkersburg for breakfast. It's 1118 20th street. You can't miss it. It's like right on the corner. There's the arc building. And then this way is the people's first restaurant. Rick and I went in there. We was in there about nine o'clock. Um, we're going to, we announce it. We're going to announce it. Guys, come in and eat breakfast with us when we're somewhere. You know, we're going to we're going to announce where we're at like a few days in advance, and um, we even announce it on the uh, on the Bobcast, and uh, you know, let you know where we're going to be. Come in and eat breakfast with us. Sit down, shoot the breeze with us. Then people at People's First Restaurant are just amazing, wonderful people, and they really are. They really are. And and, and they're uh, the thing about it is they're happy to see it, and, and they. They do everything in their power to um, wait on you. You know what I mean? And it helps a good organization too, the Ark of the Mid-Ohio Valley. And it helps, it helps them out a great big bunch when you come in there and patronize. And besides that, you're patronizing local, which is what Rick and I try very hard to do is patronize local, whether it be announcements, business cards, banners, restaurants, we want local people, and we're going to get more of them downtown. There's a bunch more downtown we haven't hit, but we're going to, and we'll bring it to you and let you know where it's at. We'll let you know when we're going to be where. Come down and sit with us for dinner, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Love to have you. Love to have you on the show. Love to have you come in and sit down. Just whatever you want to talk about. We're good to go. Because why? We're nice guys like that. So anyway, Rick had biscuits and gravy, which he loved. I had the breakfast platter, and it was very good stuff. It was um, two eggs, bacon, and it was uh, home fries and toast. 
uh, cough of coffee and wow, good food, good food, good atmosphere, good people. Yeah. Can't ask for any more than that. I don't, I don't believe so. I don't believe you can. So try to go in there, go in there and eat. Um, and we'll, we'll be there soon because that's one of mine and Rick's go-to places. Yeah. It's people's first, you know, the cafe, Mary B's, which my daughter told me today. I don't know if they're open or not, but I know their signs are open. Erica was telling me their signs are up over on Garfield. I'm not sure if they're even open yet. Um, they were talking about the end of the last month when we were there last time. And uh, so I'm hoping hoping that comes up pretty soon so we can get in there and yeah. do our thing, have some fun right. with it. Yeah, she's got to hire and train a whole new crew. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So that's a little tough. That might take a little bit of time. Yeah. Well, the, one of the reasons that Shoney's shut down was because oh. they couldn't get any help. I know that's sad. And so, and so, uh, Bess, the, the lady who runs Mary B, her name's Bess, um, she couldn't hire any of the people who worked there because there wasn't anybody working there. So hmm. it was just. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know. But, you know, I, I see him starting at, at Mickey D's for like 12 bucks an hour to say you want some fries with that, you know. And if, if, Mary, if, if Mickey D's is starting at 12 bucks an hour, you don't know what, what Mary V's is starting at. But she's having all kinds of trouble finding staff. Is that right? Yeah, it's crazy. As many people as we have in this city and many people that gripe about not having a job or not being able it's bull. Yeah. That's all I got to say about it. That's bull. There most are jobs people, most everywhere. People who aren't, most, now, there are exceptions, but most people who aren't working are not working because they don't want to work. Exactly. Or they That's feel not that, everybody. Or they, or they feel the punching buttons that Mickey D's is below them. Hey, 12 bucks an hour is 12 bucks an hour. I don't care where you're earning it. My first job was Burger Chef over across from Park Burst Island. <laughs> My first job was uh, Jimbo's driving in Vienna, fifty cents an hour. Really? Yeah. I got to run the fry machine over there, Burger Chef. Wow. My very first night on the, they trained me. And they said, "You think you can do this?" I said, "Well, yeah, I know I can do it." Guess what pulled in a tour bus? Uh, <laughs> you want some fries with that, buddy? I didn't even <laughs> ask him. I said, "I am so sorry. We do not have fries." <laughs> Please excuse me. But anyway, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it. You, you get a, you, you're going to meet a lot of different people, do a lot of different things. But anyway, people, seriously, jobs everywhere, all over the place. From the Department of Corrections, 911, restaurants, fast food places. Everybody's hiring. I mean, dear Lord. Just, you got to find it. You just can't, they're not going to call you and say, one job? Okay, I don't think they will. They might. They might. So, anyway. That's that one, people. That is that. That is go down to People's First Cafe and have a great time. Tell them you heard it on the Bobcast. Tell them we sent you down there. And they'll, they'll give you good food. They'll give you good food anyway, but it always makes it better if you say, I heard it on the Bobcast because it makes us go. look good. And our buddy Doug Hess, he's the man, the legend. And Chuck, Chuck's the chef, isn't he, Chuck? That is I, I don't remember his name. I thought his name was Ch- Charles or Chuck or something. Like that. I don't know. Nice guy. 
Yeah, really, really and fun I, guy. Our waitress, waitress the other day was really awesome, really awesome. And, you know, they were pretty, they're, they're very attentive to their people and their customers. And so anyway, I digress and we can move on. So, but Rick and I'll be everywhere. I'm, I'm telling you, we're, we're loving it. We're just, it's getting to that part of the year where things are going to just open up. You know, you never know where we're going to be or whatever we're going to do, whatever we're going to talk about. We're trying to get as many, we're trying to get people to come on to talk to us. It's just tough to do it. Try to get work with everybody's schedule and my schedule and Rick's schedule. You know, it's just hard to get everybody to do to do things. But you know, we're, we're, we want to get as many people on here as we can. So birthdays, we don't have any today, or at least we've not been told. Yes, we do. Today is my sister Sheila's birthday. Oh, you are now in trouble, buddy. I know, right? Hold on a minute. Let me tell you. Let me tell you another one too. Hold on a minute. Don't go away. Leslie Board. Oh, Leslie! Yay! Our Leslie Board from the used to be Parkerburg Police Department, now the Wood County Sheriff's Department. Is her birthday was today, so we wish them a very happy Bobcast birthday. Yesterday, yesterday was Brother Steve's, my nephew Sean, my great nephew Wyatt. Um. Who am I missing? Kevin, I think. I don't know. I think it was yesterday. Eric, Riley's boyfriend, Kevin. Great kid. We we kind of liked him a whole lot. There was a bunch of them yesterday. Everybody was born on the same day. I don't know if that was timed out later. <laughs> Nobody's born on my birthday. You were. Oh, now I feel better. Yeah, there you go. Here I am walking through life thinking nobody was born on my birthday. That's right. Our famous city councilman, Bob Mercer, was born on your birthday. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, um, anyway, those are the birthdays for today. Oh, and my nephew, Alex. I knew there was somebody else. There you go. My nephew, Alex, just a great young man. He graduated last year. He's 19 years old. And he's just a good kid, and I love him. Love all my nieces and nephews, great nieces and nephews, brothers and sisters. Yeah, thanks, Rhonda. Rhonda just now sent me, Alex, too. I know that. I just said that, Rhonda. Thank you. Oh, my God. She wears me out, Rick. Anyway. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, there you hey, go. Hey, want to hear something cool, Rick? Yeah, give me something cool. The two cats we we spotlighted last week. From the oh, yeah. Party, you told me about that. That's they great. were adopted. Yeah. So Jessica called me and told me about it today, and I'm tickled to death. Um, but I told her, we, we, we're waiting on the manager of the Humane Society to get with us. And <laughs> to get with us. And um, she's going to start sending them directly to Rick. That's what we want her to do if she'll do it or have somebody do it. Send them directly to Rick, because Jessica's like me. She she's so busy with different stuff. She doesn't always get a chance to do it. And so this week we don't have anybody except for the fact that they asked me to say that um, that place is packed, and they have too many dogs, too many cats. They have a guinea pig. They had a rabbit. So foster or adopt. It's on our it's on the Bobcast.net right there. Facebook.com HSOP community page 
They're down at 530 29th Street, Parkersburg. Get down there and pick you up, pick you up an animal. I know people want dogs and they try to get them from people, you know, on the Bolton border, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. So they're having a one day only Mother's Day adoption event. It's going to be dogs six months to six years or $75. Dogs seven years and older are $40. Cats and kittens are $20. Um, they have a bunch of them. There's a bake sale, raffle baskets, spring photo shoot, one five by seven and one four by six for a $10 donation. I'm assuming that's for you and your pet, I believe. So it's going to be Saturday, May 13th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 605 Grand Central Avenue, Pet Supply Plus, which is one of their um, one of their go-to places is really helpful for them to, to let them come up there and hold their events, their adopt-a-thons and stuff like that. So we're going to go up during our adopt-a-thon. Um, when I find out when it is, we're going to make arrangements to go up and do a live. We can have pets in there. We can show you the different pets. And you can come up and grab you a fur baby and get them get them puppies and kitties out of the out of the humane society. Some of them some of them aren't sure what's going on because their family comes in and drops them off and they're not sure exactly what's going on. And they'll tell you right on the page they're scared because they don't know where their family's at. That's pretty sad. You it know, is. It really, it, is. It, it, it's sad and and it's really distressing. But um, just anyway. Um, if you find somebody's pets along the road or anything like that, take them down there to Humane Society. Again, it's on our it's on our um, pets on the Bobcast.net. Go down there and look, and tell me you heard it on the Bobcast. Everything we do, tell me you've heard it on the Bobcast. It helps them out. It helps us out. Lets everybody know that we're getting there. To, we're getting out to the people. And um, so anyway, that's that, Ricker. That's yes. one of the things that. I, very, very. Jessica, Jessica Sheridan, and Aubrey are volunteers down there, and it just kills them to have to leave them, you know. But but they love on them, and Jessica takes a lot of the pictures along with one of the other ladies down there. I can't remember what her name is, but um, just go down there and find you a, find you a fur baby, and take it home, and get it out of the humane society. Then people do the best they can. If you don't want to, if you don't want to foster, if you don't want to adopt. They need all kinds of stuff. Dog litter, cat, dog food, cat food, kitty food, kitten food, cat litter, uh, training pads, Clorox, towels, you name it. They'll probably, blankets, they'll probably take it. And they, they, they would appreciate, they appreciate it very much because, you know, they, uh, they have a lot of animals down there that need our help. And that's just the way we got to do things. We got to help out where we can. That's what, you know, what the podcast is all about helping out making people aware of what's happening got a lot of good cool stuff coming up this week there this month and next month rick you know with the fairs starting and the festivals but anyway moving right along we're gonna volunteer go to volunteer volunteers uh, opportunities um if you have any medical skills let me see here yep Medical skills, mental health skills, or simply want to provide basic volunteer service, the Mid-Ohio Valley Health Department is looking for a variety of volunteers to serve in the Medical Reserve Corps. For information, contact the Health Department's Threat Preparedness Corps, Derek Wilson at 485-7374. Again, it will also be on our webpage, thebobcast.net, all the, all the information we're giving you now. Um, there's 
you know, you can go on and find their website and their email addresses. And there's several other organizations in the area. Washington Bottom Volunteer Fire Department is looking for volunteer firefighters. They meet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Drop by, check them out right here. Uh, it's the most rewarding thing you will ever do. If you live in the area, go join your local department. They need people bad. Um, it's one of the most rewarding experiences you ever have. Not only will you learn valuable skills, you have a positive impact on those around you. And you can wear the firefighter's cross. So contact your local fire department. Whether We have multiples. I mean, this is just one that we caught through Washington Bottom. and But we have a bunch of fire departments that need you, need you to be a part of what they do. Um, it's just hard for them to find volunteers as much as it is people finding people to work. I don't understand it. Yes, I was a volunteer fireman with Waverly Fire Department. So, yes, I know what I'm talking about. Yes, I did do it. So, don't sit there going, I just wonder if that man done that himself or is he just griping? No, been there, done that, bought the T-shirt, wore the T-shirt. So, anyway. Wood County, Parkburg, Wood County Neighborhood Watch is looking for people who are interested in becoming active in their block's watch group or starting a new watch group program for their block. For more information, visit our website and their website. Parkersburg, Wood County Neighborhood Watch, right there is the website. They need people that be the eyes and the ears for the police department, the sheriff's department. They can't do it by themselves. They can't be in every place at one time, contrary to whatever, what the Monday morning quarterbacks believe on Facebook. They can't, they can't be everywhere at the same time, you know? So if you can help them out, am I getting controversial, Rick? No, I don't think so. I'm just getting highly irritated. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, our police officers do the very best job they can. Our deputies, our state troopers, our firefighters, our EMS workers, they do the very best job they can, and all they get is, not here. You're going to hear us back them big time. And it's almost time for Back to Blue, so we're going to, well, we had to push it back a month. I'm sorry. It won't be until at least June now. There was an issue come up, so we did, we're going to have to push it back till June. We'll let you know when it is so you can be a part of it. 150th anniversary for the police departments in August. So in August, we're going to plan something pretty cool on the Bobcast. Uh, have the chief on and a couple police officers and talk with them. So I'll get with them and make sure we can make that happen and i want y'all to be a part of it you know if you don't like the police department stay away <laughs> what the plain and simple right rick that's it if you don't like it we do we happen to appreciate it very much uh the arc of the mid ohio valley has been 1955 been the premier advocacy organization for children and adults with intellectual, cognitive, and related developmental disabilities. They need your help. They need volunteers. Be a part of it. Down see Doug. Doug is the man, the legend. And tell him you heard it on the Bobcast and that you'd like to become a part of the Ark of the Mid-Ohio Valley. They have stuff going on all the time. You can, you know, you don't have to be there all the time, I'm sure, but, you know, they need help. So, you know, right there it is, the arcmov.org. Uh, that's their website. Go on, become a part of it. Um, and that's about 10 minutes later, Rhonda. But <laughs> she LOL'd me. Yeah. I can't believe she'd do that, right? LOL, right there. There you go. 
So anyway, become a part of them. And here's one that my good friend Lisa, she's in charge. Lisa Doyle Parsons. The, Ar- the Circles Campaign of the Middle High Valley. It's a community-based initiative that assists families in poverty to achieve their goal of self-sufficiency through education and supportive friendships with measures, with mentors or allies. Uh, they have all kinds of cool stuff going on. They're very, you know, Lisa's very active, uh, very, very passionate about Circles Campaign. And, you know, the thing about that is, and, and, and I've mentioned this on the other shows, the Circles Campaign don't give people a handout. They give people a hand up and that's their, that's their thing. They don't do, we're giving them a hand up because that's not what they're helping them do it on their own. And that's very important. That's very, very important to do. Oh yeah. So please like and follow the Wood County volunteer. Co- oh, wait a minute. Whoops. Sorry. I got ahead of myself. That's one. next one. SW resources. Another great place. Rick and I've been to took a tour through it, walked around, <laughs> talked, um, just a bunch of fine people, a bunch of good workers. They put their heart and souls into it. SW Resources Services Community Rehabilitation Provider, which usually utilizes all their business lines to provide vocational services, employment, and other opportunities for individuals with support needs. For more information about these and other fine organizations, please visit our volunteer page, bobcast.net slash volunteer, and become a part of their group. Help them out. Go down. Spend it. Spend an hour with them. You'll you'll be amazed at the the amount of work that these fine people do. Um, even with you know some with disability, they don't. Yeah, and, and they're just, they're just thrilled to have a job. They, yeah, and and they don't sit there and go, uh, well, I'm kind of. They don't. No, they don't. They, they, they don't do that. They're, they're in there working and and. I, I, we were amazed. I mean, not amazed. We were just kind of like impressed. Yeah. Impressed is impressed more is a word. Is a more word than amazed. We were impressed because these people are so into their work. So, wow. And for more information about these and other five organizations, visit our volunteer page, podcast.net, the volunteer page. And everything's on there. And so... The Wood County Volunteer Coalition. Rick and I started that, what, Rick, about a year and a half ago? Yeah, about a year, yeah. A little over a year and a half ago, Rick and I started Volunteer Coalition. What the Volunteer Coalition does is it matches people who want to volunteer with those who want volunteers. So one there, www.facebook.com slash forward slash groups forward slash WC Volunteer Coalition. It has all the volunteer organizations that need help. We'll add to it as we can. Um, just the, the whole the whole point behind all this is become a part of something amazing. Become a part of your community and become a part of the people and help those who are helping others. And you will not believe how much you how much inner pride you'll have. I mean, to help these people. Well, it's just, not just that, but you know, something my rabbi was saying the other day that got me thinking. There's nothing like giving yourself, whether it's your time, your talent, your finances. Uh-huh. If you're unhappy, find somebody you can help, some place you can give yourself to. Right. When my wife of 42 years died unexpectedly a few days before Christmas in 2008, 
I was totally devastated. I, I thought my life was over. But instead of giving into depression and loneliness, I've spent the last 14 years pouring myself into volunteer community organizations. Um, I volunteered with the community emergency response team. I traveled all over the state uh, attending training sessions and seminars on uh, emergency management, emergency response. Volunteered with the Medical Reserve Corps, the Red Cross, Wood County Emergency Communications, Tyler County Search and Rescue, and more recently, the Parkersburg Police Department, uh, the Neighborhood Watch, <clears throat> and of course, the Bobcast MOV. Bob was also involved with me in, in a lot of those programs, and, and I'm sure you, you would agree that Mother Teresa was absolutely right. When you're working for a cause that you believe in, there's no room for depression. That's right. And everything you he said is true. Going. Everything he said is true. Rick, Rick and I have known each other for long time. 15, 16 years. Yeah, something like that. And in all that time, Rick and I have been so involved with everything. And it's just, it's an amazing feeling. And not only that, you get to meet the same people. You get to meet people with the same likes that you do. And, you know, when you have Christmas parties like they do up in Tyler County, you go up there and have great fellowship, and just just chat. And, you know, most time it's not about business. Most time it's just about what they're doing or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But when these people, when these people, Tom Cooper, he's the emergency ma management director up in Tyler County. Tom Cooper is the man. Oh, yeah. Tom Cooper has it together. I'd love to have him on sometime. <clears throat> well, I'm sure we can do that. I'm yeah. sure. I'm but sure I want to do, do it. it. I want to do it on a six thirty evening, not a four o'clock. That way, yeah. we don't have to rush. Yeah. Because four o'clock, I have to, you know, I have to start getting ready for work at four forty-five, four fifty, and it just kind of speeds things up, and it just kind of makes us a little bit in a rush. So we don't want to do that. Um, youth focus. Williamstown High School graduates Sunday, May twenty-first at three o'clock. Parkersburg High graduates on Monday, May 22nd, 7 p.m. Parkersburg South High School graduates Tuesday, May 23rd at 7 o'clock. These young people, last night was Parkersburg South, Parkersburg High School junior, senior prom. And my Aubrey and my Riley went to it. And it just kills my heart because these girls are growing up. Yeah. And Riley's getting ready to go to college in August. Sheridan, she's in Morgantown right now. Everybody knows that. I talk about them all the time. Aubrey will be a senior, and I, it just—they look so beautiful walking. You know, we took—we went up to Fort Barman yesterday and took pictures, and uh, they were at the Point and took pictures. And I guess the the prom walk or whatever it's called, promenade, or whatever it's called—I can't remember exactly. What it's we called. we didn't have one of those, so I don't know. And uh, so, but they were both so very pretty walking through there. And I'm so proud of them, the things that they do. And I, I, it just kills me that they're grown up because I can remember the day they were born. Just, you know, looking at them and thinking, wow. And how you're, amazing. Get, you're getting old, Robert. Hey. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, maybe I am. Yeah. I'll be 62 in July. You believe that? Yeah. Oh, I believe it. It's I'll be serious. 77 here in a couple of weeks. Get out of town. No, you're not. You're oh, yeah, not absolutely. My my brain keeps saying you're 30 years old. And I say, brain? My brain says, body, hold my beer. My body about says, get I'm ass. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I can't hold the beer. My hands hurt. <laughs> what are you thinking? Oh, yeah. 
But anyway, it, it's sad. I mean, and I'm looking forward to watching watching their future progress. Sheridan got a um, an internship up in. I think we talked about this the other day. Yeah, sure. But I don't care. I'm going to talk about it again. Sheridan got an internship in Morgantown, where she's going to be involved in a bunch of stuff, going all over the place and doing things. She's also doing the web page for um, Annie Ann's. Oh, really? Cool. The social media page, yeah. So if you get mm-hmm. one there, you probably you probably read some of the stuff that Sheridan Marie did. Riley, she she was at a um, competition yesterday in Sissonville with the Yo-Yo Elite. They got two first place, two second place um, awards. And Riley, she's starting to wind down on things that are, you know, baton and bowling and collar guards finished, obviously. And uh, I believe, and uh, but it's just, it's just unbelievable. It's just, it's just absolutely unbelievable. You know, I wrote a real neat thing today, and it was pouring the rain down this morning. And I was just sitting there, just reflecting, so to speak. And and I, I I wrote to the effect that from birth till now, I've had a very amazing life. You know that? I mean. I have been surrounded by some of the most amazing, amazing people. Mom, grandparents, aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters, cousins, nieces, nephew, brother Rick. Oh, you're my brother. I said brothers. I just, you know, stuff like that, just absolutely. I I have been so blessed to have my wife, my two daughters, my three granddaughters, Kevin, Austin, everybody just around me and and it's amazing you're all speaking to each other still well that and you know, know. <laughs> so many you, families aren't even talking to each other anymore yeah all my life growing up from my, from a from a little kid to a young adult to my adult and i'm gonna brag i've heard people say god i wish i was in your family <laughs> because we're always there for each other and that's just the way family's yeah. supposed to be and since and, I've known you, you guys adopted me into your family, so I'm an honorary Mercer, and I really uh, feel proud about that. Stop it. So, but you know, I I, I just I, I love to sit and reflect, and when you reflect, it just makes you think of things that you know how they were and how they are, and how they're going to be because you raise your kids a certain way. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of. I, I just well, put it all. You know, I, I the, put it in words. The scriptures are really kind of clear about that. The, the scriptures say that that if you raise up a child in the way that God intends them for the, to grow, they'll not depart from it when they get older. Right. And and it's, your family is proof that that works. But you you know, and and it makes it's amazing that everybody everybody mentions everybody mentions Jessica and Erica's work ethics. But yeah. their their work ethic. Well, you know, I, I give that credit to Amanda. Um, you know, I have a good work ethic, but n- not near. Amanda's been at the hospital be forty three years in November. Mm. I, I I can't imagine being anywhere forty three years. <laughs> I mean, I've been up there at work nine one one seventeen and a half years. Come on, people. Yeah, there you go. That, that's a record for me. Yeah. You know, come on. So anyway. Let's move on. I, I I love to talk about my family. I always will. Guess who's hiring, folks? Wood County Sheriff's Department is hiring. 
they need deputies, must be at least 18 years of age, have a high school diploma or equivalent, be a U.S. citizen, meet all minimum hiring requirements. Uh, $44,380 to start after one year probation, 47680 $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $47, $
like uh, child sexual abuse, child exploitation, child pornography, uh, and everything. Uh, the general public is encouraged to attend our meetings. And if you want to come down and find out what Neighborhood Watch is all about, if you want to come down and find out what Nyland's all about, or if you want to find out what the heck an ESD sniffing dog does, come on down and find out. We encourage everybody to show up down here. I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be in the it's going to be in the council chambers. There's plenty of seats. You don't have to pay anything, and you just go in there and just enjoy what's going on. Ask questions. Detective Miller is a great guy, and, and we always have law enforcement at our meetings to answer your questions and uh, take your comments. Um, and sometimes even uh, even well, we've had people come up and report crimes at our meetings. But understand, so they're very productive meetings, right? And also understand that they cannot comment on ongoing investigations right. or Absolutely. anything like that. So don't ask them about it because they can't do it. Yeah, cannot so, do it. That's right. So do that. Become part of that. Uh, anyway, city council meetings. Oh, we go. Oh, I like that patch. I want one. I think I'll have one made. All city council meetings ahead of their respective city buildings are open to the public. They have to be. It's the law. Parkerburg City Council meets regularly the second and fourth Tuesday of each month, 730 to council chambers on the second floor. Vanna City Council meets 6 p.m. on the second and fourth Thursday of every month. And the Williamstown City Council meets the first and third Tuesday of each month in their council chambers up in Williamstown. Get down there and become a part of See how your government runs. Tell them what's on your mind nicely. And just be a part of it instead of sitting back on, I can't believe that evil city council did this. If you don't tell us what's on your mind, we don't know. Sorry. That's just the way it works. So I know I'm tonight. I'm being kind of abrasive, but you know, (laughs) yeah, it's just all the time, all the time. It's always, always the administration's fault always. And then when they find out that it's not, we have a lot of people who back us up. They're like, oh, and that's it. Not, well, you know, I'm probably sorry I said that. I shouldn't have said that. You know, just like I did the other day when I told that lady to move, I put sorry. You know, <laughs> I it was, it was a knee-jerk reaction, which I'm not known for, a knee-jerk reaction. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. So, what's all? Oh, Schrader Youth Ballet, 601 Market Street, Parkersburg. Master Class Series with the Charleston Ballet, Saturday, May 20th, 2023. Uh, ballet ages 7 to 11, 1 to 2, 15, and 12 plus, 2 to 30, 2.30 to 4 p.m. $20 drop-in, in, en- enrollment and drop-ins welcome. Register by contacting the Charleston Ballet Office at 304-342-6541 or info at the charlestonballet.com. Something cool to get your kids involved in that, you know, um, it's beautiful dance. I, I, I've watched ballet a couple times and I'm not going to blow smoke and say I do it all the time because I don't. But every once in a while you see how cool, I mean, it's, it's a cool thing to do. And you were telling me about, was it your niece, Rick? My, my great niece, yeah. Your great niece? Yeah. He was she, telling me, though, how she relaxed. She puts her she, leg up behind she, her. She, she puts her leg behind her neck just to relax. I mean, I right? can't believe it. Well, I, I should I should have brought that picture of her post. <laughs> I'm, I'm I am one up on you, Mister, because I could put one leg over the other. There you go. That's right. Don't hate the don't hate the the person. 
That's right. Don't be a hater. All right. Now here comes the fun part, Rick. You can you can jump in here. You know what this place is, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I'm going to tell you what this place is. This is a place called Phelps Taverner House. It's located behind the fire department on Camden Avenue. They're open Wednesdays from what, Rick? What's their hours? Uh, 11 to 3, I believe, but please don't quote me. Anyway, this right here is where it started, Wood County, West Virginia. Rick and I were there two weeks ago, Rick. Uh, yeah. And we went in. They were Once again, when we pulled up, as it is every time I go over there, they're always working to better the place. They're sprucing it up. They're cleaning. They're mowing. They're doing whatever. They have some of the coolest places. Um, it's at 2401 Camden Avenue in South Parkerburg, just off Depot Street Bridge, behind the fire department's training facility. You can't miss it. Once you pull in behind the fire department, it's like right there, and you can't miss it. And, and that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Yeah. The, the building on the right is the original, is the original building. And they're they're both original buildings. They just put a different uh, facade. facade on the on yeah, the uh, that's right on the one story part. Yeah, because you can see the one on the left. That's the original foundation. Yeah. And you talk about an amazing place. What county used to be part of Harrison County? And this was construction at the, constructed at the end of the 18th century. It's the oldest home in Wood County, West Virginia. It was continually used as a private residence from its construction up until 2014 when it was acquired by the Wood County Historical and Preservation Society. We, from what we were told, anything that had to be done here that they wanted done in Wood County, they would have to travel now, mind you, this was in the 1800s. They had to travel by horse to Harrison County. To Clarksburg. Clarksburg, which yeah. is Harrison County. So they um, petitioned the West Virginia government to give them their own county so they wouldn't have to travel so far. And after a while, the government said, okay. I'll tell you what, you know, we'll give you, we'll give you um, your own county. We'll give you Wood County. We'll go into who it was named after. And, uh, but you must hold all meetings, all county type business in the Phelps Taverner House. And if you go down there, then people are so excited, Rick, to, oh, yeah. to tell you the story. And Rick and I were amazed. We have pictures. Do you have pictures, Rick? Did I send you the pictures? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got pictures. Yeah, we have pictures. We got pictures so coming in. The Phelps Tavner House is on the National Register of Historic Places. And uh, this is the plaque that's out front, Wood County Historical Preservation Society. Uh, Bob Enick is the president of it. Just a great man. He got a lot of great volunteers over there. And people just love what they do. Trust me. They they are so excited to talk to people about. About and just absolutely amazing. They're just passionate about what they do. It's beautiful to see. And the house, you know, played important roles in the area's rich history. It stands today as a nod to the events, families, and tradition of its time. Again, it goes back to this is where we all started right here in Booth County, West Virginia. It was built sometime between 1790 and 1803 by Colonel Hugh Phelps, 
dwelling has become known as the house that Hugh built. And after changing hands several times over the centuries, it's now in the care of the Wood County Historical Preventions, like we said. In 2015, they, they purchased this house, discovered that the most historic house in Wood County was for sale, according to Diana Boso Hill, historian and secretary of the society. The real, yeah, the realization was fortuitous as the house sits on a busy part of town, but otherwise likely been torn down. They saved this place, and I'm so glad they did. This this has got everything. I, I mentioned it briefly the other day that it took us forever to get Rick out of there. Why? Because his family settled. Rick's family settled Bell Bell, the, the Flynn family, and what was the other ones, Rick? Sellers uh, and Toomey. Yeah. They settled that area down there. And if you go in, if you go into their genealogy section, there's Rick's family. Right there on the shelf. And, you know, if if your family was part of it, you can go there and look them up. They have just about, correct me if I'm wrong, Rick, I want to make sure I say this right. They have about every family that settled the area. Well, in that time. That's what they have on the shelves now. That's what, that's what, at that time. But but they were telling us now, let me, let me jump ahead and get you a picture of this research center here a little bit if I can. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that it. That's it. That's their resource barn. They were telling us that they receive all kinds of historical and genealogical information so fast that they have a whole storeroom full of stuff that they're waiting to catalog. They bought a new computer and a new computer program just to catalog all the stuff. They can't keep up with it. So you talk about a, a, a storehouse of, of information about this county. It's incredible. It really, really is. And if you have anything like in your family that you want that you think is part of the early parts of Wood County. Oh yeah. Let them know. They, they would love to take a picture or if you want to give it away to them, they'd preserve it for future copies of your family records. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, anything. And if you want to look up your family, go, go look it up, man, just, yeah. and, and they'll help you every step of the way They Don't just tell you to go in and sit down. They'll show you what you need to know. R- Rick and I, Rick and I were just every room. Had, a, had its own away. story. Just its own away. story. Every room had its own story. And oh, yeah. the people working on it were meticulous in their work to try to make sure that they didn't damage anything and things were put back, like the well. Remember the well, Rick? Oh, yeah. And um, just all kinds of really cool stuff. But anyway, uh, Colonel Hugh Phelps came from Fayette County, Pennsylvania, to the present day Parkersburg area in 1787 with his bride and his father in law, Captain James Neal. Hence the word Neal Station. So, to settle the Neal Station, Neal was a Revolutionary War veteran who had become construction of Neal Station, also later known as Fort Neal, along the Little Canal River in 1785. Phillips and Hannah Neal married in Fayette County, Pennsylvania, March 15, 1787, and they must have come here the next day or two on flatboats, which they have a thing. They, they showed it. What picture of the flatboat, Rick? No. Okay, I uh, thought I you did. I don't know. Um, Hill said Mr. Phelps and his bride probably had the house and the fort. He was quite the entrepreneur. He was a political gentleman, successful businessman, and he started buying lots of land. And Phelps built his brick home, the two-story structure with the one-story extension on 1,000 acres. All of, you know, they placed an orchard, grew crops. Uh, while the society does not know the exact year the house was built, they do know it was complete before 1803. West Virginia was still part of Virginia and Harrison County at the time, like we said. Right here is a model of the original house, and this sits on the inside. 
And this, the, these people want to, the volunteers of the historical society want to build a replica of the fort. We have a picture of the fort, Rick? No, I don't. Okay. I have, have it on the website, but I didn't make a, didn't make a slide for it. So anyway, they wanted a new county. So Phelps and a few other men who were representatives there went to Virginia's capital, Richmond, and told him, said, look, you know, we need a state legislation. And Governor James Wood permitted the creation of Wood County with the condition that the county organizational meetings be held to Phelps. And like I said earlier, that, that was the only condition they gave us for Wood County was the fact that it had to be in this house. So when you go in that house, there is so much just energy and so much history and crazy stuff that, you know, just blows your mind. And the dolls that the little kids had and, and the things they cooked on and they ate on and, and remember, remember what we saw in the attic laying there on the table, a baby yes. coffin. Yep. Yep. And that was kind of spooky, but yeah, that's the way it was. So anyway, they gave him that they gave him Wood County. So Phelps re- reportedly a tall, charming man with a kind heart. There's actually a cutout right there with the arrow. You'll see, that's Mr. Phelps right there. And um, he had keen intellect and benevolent nature. He was a busy man with diverse interests. Over the years, he owned a ferry on a little canal, established a branch of the Methodist Church, started a school, and he also served as Wood County delegate to Virginia Legislature as its second and its second sheriff in Wood County. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Evidence points to the home, also serving as an inn and tavern. And there's still certain spots of it that are, you know, that you could tell that it used to be a, a tavern at one time where people could in. So he says that people would come to eat as they passed through and then they would stay the night. We know that he had an ordinary because they have records of his obtaining a license for it in 1789, again, 1799. Ordinaries were usually run by men of prominence and located near the county courthouse, which we all know was Wood County. After approximately 25 years in the house, Phelps died in 1823, and his wife died soon after. A year later, Colonel Thomas Tavner purchased the house and 100 acres of land surrounding it for his wife and their five children. Like Phelps before him, Tavern had been elected as the Virginia House of Delegates and served as a deputy sheriff under Phelps and later as high sheriff. So... We're going to save some more of it for next week. We have so much on this house, just so much, that we're going to continue it for next week. And is that all right, Rick? Yeah, we can do that. Let's see if maybe next week we can get Bobby and Econ. That would be okay. nice. That would be great, I, I, yeah. I think having Bob say it out of his mouth and talk about it and watch his watch his excitement and his energy level when he talks about it would be just amazing, I think. So, it would be great. Yeah. But anyway, so we're going to let, let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and stop it there. And then next week when we come, when we do some more, we'll, we'll see if we can get Bob to come on at four o'clock, four fifteen, and talk to us a little bit about the house or one of the other people there who are very smart, who took Rick and I, one of us, one of them took us a uh, tour outside in the buildings, the kitchen, the research house, the, the um, land around it, the other inside the house. They just got the. Rick was talking about the um, uh, attic. They just got that opened up within the what, Rick? Last month and a half, two months. Yeah, just very recently. Yeah, they just recently got it opened up and was able to get up to it. And it, it's just a really, really cool place. 
Yeah, they had to. They the uh, the old staircase to the attic was deteriorated so badly, they had to build a new staircase up there. Yep. It's, it's really cool. It's yep. a wonderful place to visit. And I asked them, and I had to because of my curiosity. There's because sometimes they'll, they'll stay there. And I asked them if they've ever seen or heard anything paranormal. No, I had to no ask. Spooks. Sorry, I had to ask. <laughs> so anyway. Well, that was pretty cool, Rick. Yep. I mean, uh, the Phelps Tavern House is an amazing place. We'll get back to the rest of it next week. Hopefully, Bob will come on and entertain us with his, you know, what what they do, or somebody will find somebody to do it. That would be great. That way, you don't have to listen to me talk all the time. I know it probably gets boring. I know I'm sorry about that. Either, so anyway. either him or, or their historian. Either way. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was and, just, you know, you're walking through the place and she's telling story after story. My gosh, she's a wealth of information. Oh, that's like the guy. That's like the guy at the uh, oil and gas museum. What we talked. Oh about. yeah! Oh, wow, that I'm guy. To, I'm anxious to get to that to that show. Me too, because that guy was amazing. My yeah. lord, he sat there and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked, and you couldn't not listen because you were like, seriously. And I was sitting there the whole time saying, "I wish this guy had been my West Virginia history teacher in the seventh grade." Exactly. Man. Exactly. What a great that. teacher he is. So anyway, that's it for the night, for the Bobcats. you have anything you want to say, Rick? Anything going on? No, that's about it. That's about it. Well, appreciate y'all very much for coming in, listening to us, joining us after we're done here. This will be on Facebook or on YouTube and every other part of the podcast community that you listen to. Just look up the Bobcast MOV and there we shall be. That's it for... This show next week we will continue with our Phelps Tavener House because I could sit and talk about it all day. It's just an amazing oh, yeah. place. Wow, it's love great. it, love it, love it. Um, anyway, for more information, questions, comments, suggestions, just comments at bobcast.net. More information about the Bobcast and Middle High Valley Happenings, please visit our website at thebobcast.net. Links to everything we discussed the evening or this evening are on there. Be posted by tomorrow evening. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our your YouTube channel at the Bobcast MOV and listen to the audio version of the Bobcast wherever you get your podcasts at. And that's Spotify or everywhere like that. So we're going to close for tonight. Remember this. Those who are always looking down never see the rainbow or the silver lining. So keep looking up. Thank you for joining us, Rick. Call you after a bit or tomorrow. All right. Have my peeps call your peeps. All right. I'll hit the end stream button. All righty. There we go. Have a good evening, everybody. Love you guys.